It's Thursday, March 11th, 2021. I'm Tanya Harris, and welcome to TMI Daily, your daily roundup of everything people are talking about online since they aren't allowed to talk about it in person. According to Press Secretary Jen Psaki, the Biden dogs, Major and Champ, have not been banished from the White House after Major nipped the security guard last week. Instead, they are staying with family while Jill Biden is away visiting U.S. troops and will return to the West Wing once the First Lady is back. This is good news for the Bidens and bad for QAnon, who mistakenly thought that it was somebody else who was coming back to the White House this month. Hmm. Speaking of no one, Donald Trump put out a Twitter-like press release last night in which he urged all Americans to give him credit for the COVID-19 vaccine. Well, with 530,000 deaths since this time last year, we're much better off giving Trump credit for why we needed the COVID vaccine in the first place. A MAGA Capitol writer is demanding her trial be moved from D.C. to Texas because D.C. jurors would be too eager to cancel her for white supremacy. Clearly, she's confusing the word cancel with convict. Before yesterday's historic passage of the $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill, Marjorie Taylor Greene, or as we like to call her, Congresswoman Craigway, said on the floor of Congress that American dollars should not go to foreign countries like Guam. Now, I would mention that Guam is an American territory, but I know no one watching this would be stupid enough not to know that. Ted Cruz has been signing Dr. Seuss books and selling them for $60 in order to fundraise. Well, if you're not going to sign off on COVID relief, you might as well find something, right, Ted? But hey, to be fair, he did it all from America. A new report found that Hollywood is losing uh, $10 billion a year by underfunding and undersupporting black talent and projects. Having briefly skimmed the report, Hollywood leaders promised to do better and then greenlit 10 more Kevin Hart films. In an interview yesterday, former celebrity turned right-wing Fox pundit Stacey Dash apologized for her past support of Donald Trump and her anger-filled conservative rants and hopes she can be forgiven. I guess being unemployable must have made Stacey think that the rest of us are the clueless ones. Matthew McConaughey is considering a run for governor of Texas. While he hasn't laid out his political philosophy yet, we can assume he will model his leadership style off of a Lincoln. After being delayed for several years, the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures has been slated to finally open on September 30th. And in the spirit of Hollywood, the museum will be rebooted in 10 years, angering fans of the original. Yesterday, husband and wife duo Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra were announced as the announcers of the Academy Award nominees next Monday morning, giving new meaning to the old saying, those who can't do, teach. Now, let's send it over to tonight's TMI Daily cast and crew roundtable. Stay safe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of TMI Daily. I'm Veronica Yellow, and as always, I'm joined by my TMI Daily crew. Later on in the show, we're going to be joined by the host of the podcast, Two and a Half Citizens. <laughs> so make sure you tune in for that. Let's go around and say hello to everyone watching at home or listening to our TMI Daily podcast. Let's start with you, Pete. I, I hope that Stuart gets one of those cough buttons for the future so that whenever he has to clear his throat, he can hit the button. <laughs> Joe? Hi, everyone listening on Google Podcasts, and a very, very happy Oatmeal Nut Muffin Day, National Oatmeal Nut Muffin Day. Um, I know it's weird. I know it's really specific, but uh, it's also National Johnny Appleseed Day, but I really don't, I think Johnny Appleseed might be canceled. So I'm Now, why are we canceling him again? What's the deal with him? Um, no, it's just probably bad. I think he's problematic somehow. <laughs> probably. I'm do some research <laughs> probably. anything that we know for sure was bad? Well, neither, I, can, can neither confirm nor deny. I can't confirm or deny. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the safe bet of oatmeal nut muffin day. <laughs> well, that, that doesn't yeah, help anybody on a keto diet, though. Yeah. <laughs> so many carbs. Elizabeth. <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. I just. I was thinking earlier today. There's something else I was thinking of, and I was like, I don't know why. I'm pretty sure that was racist. <laughs> oh, I know it was. 
It's the name Mungo Jerry from the musical Cats. I don't know, man. Doesn't it just sound wrong? There's something. Well, Mungo Jerry was a band in the '60s. Uh, okay. They actually played. They played at uh, Woodstock. So. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The, uh, and they were all white guys. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Still questionable. Uh. <laughs> and Danny's joining us today. What's up, Danny? Hello, everybody, and it's also National Promposal Day. So low key, I hope you, <laughs> I hope you seniors actually, I hope you seniors out there actually get to have your prom so you can have as much fun as all of us did here. Don't go pressuring girls into well, going to prom with you with a dumb proposal. Be smart about it. Be nice. Can I just say something? I agree with you, Danny, that I do hope that they do get their proms, but I think those prom proposals are the stupidest fucking thing. They are the stupidest thing <laughs> they are in the world. So Sorry, they're, Danny. They're pretty Sorry. dumb. But yeah, but I do hope that they do get their prom. We didn't have to do them, but you yeah, know, it's another way to pressure and trap girls into doing things <laughs> wait, they don't want to do. Wait, hang on. When When's prom? When is prom? It's usually in May. May? <laughs> oh, they ain't getting a fucking prom. They can be, Sorry, they're, they're not getting a prom. <laughs> May? No. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> and Stuart. I remember I had to help a friend with a proposal and we just had to saran wrap his girlfriend's car, which is no. the dumbest thing ever. No. Yeah. We saran- the proposal? Yeah, he saran wrapped his girlfriend's car and then like I don't I don't I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what it was. I, I, I inconvenienced you, honey. Do you want to go to prom I just, with me? I just remember saran wrapping a car and like I hope this is the right car. Is so just wait, what is I friend was doing time now? So she had she had to say yes in order for him to. I, I have I literally it. have I I, I don't remember any of, this, any of the cutter going. Say yes, or you're not going to get out of this. I don't car. remember the circumstances. <laughs> I just remember saran wrapping someone's car during class. Because for like as, as, as a pre- preparation that's for a, a horrible idea. He doesn't deserve a prom either. Yeah, Stuart, did you right. look in the trunk before you saran wrap the car? Yeah. Did you guys I, no, push it into I, the water after? What the listen, hell were you was, doing? This was during a class. And <laughs> I, I was so... Were you involved in a crime that we were involved in a crime we weren't aware of? Should have been in class. Guys, I'm here. And you should have been in class. On Monday, we're going to be talking about how Stuart got picked up by the cops. I feel like... It was drama, too. That was the class. It's like, Stuart, we're going to do a promposal. Oh, by the way, on your way, can you stop at Home Depot? And get a shovel and some lime. <laughs> you, you weren't friends with the Golden State Killer, were you? Oh my goodness! Well, I've been um, catching up on This Is Us because I was behind a couple of episodes, and I just can't say this enough. Sterling K. Brown, he's a national treasure. I just, I, I can't. Does have to do with it with Stewart? I don't know. I just wanted to say that because I remind I- her of Sterling K. Brown, obviously. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, I don't get clearly. <laughs> He's a national treasure. I'm a national treasure. Yeah. Okay. That's it, when I think of Sterling K. Brown, I automatically think of Stuart. Stuart. Yeah. Sterling K. Brown never saran wrapped a mystery woman's car. And that's, that's true. That you know. That's true. I, it might have been. It might have been the girl asking the guy. I don't. I don't remember. I could see. I just remember Sarah bringing somebody's car Stuart, for a promposal. If you can't remember, were, dumb. Stuart, were you on drugs at the time? You can't seem to remember this event at all. No, it was just a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Come on. Years years we ago. paused for Danny to throw in a low key and he didn't do it. Danny, you got to stay on the ball for this. You got to be on the ball. Yeah, Chris would have said low key by then. Yes. <laughs> low key? I was thinking about it. <laughs> Philip is asking if TMI accidentally became a true crime podcast. <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> more like purposely. <laughs> Possibly. Okay, so let's get started. If you're a fan of TV shows and movies from the 80s and 90s, this is a golden age for you, as we've seen the reboot of Full House become a massive hit for Netflix. Punky Brewster and Saved by the Bell gained huge audiences at Peacock, and the original cast of Real World Unite reunite in a u- limited series for the launch of Paramount Plus and Eddie Murphy's Coming to America smashed all records as the biggest streaming weekend of the last year. We thought that this would be a good time to look at the recent reboot craze and discuss whether this is coming from Hollywood running out of new ideas or something fans have been waiting a long time for. So my first question to you guys is, have you watched any of these recent reboots? And if so, what do you think? Let's start with you, Elizabeth. 
Um, I watched Coming to America and thought it was okay. It was not that great. It wasn't terrible. It was kind of nice. But not it really a reboot, though. It was a sequel. Right. A long, yeah, a long a sequel. sequel. A long sequel in the making. I haven't watched... I didn't watch Fuller House or Saved by the Bell or Punky Brewster or any of that. Um, so, yeah. You know, before we actually move forward with this, I actually do have another question that kind of we were just talking about right now. Pete and I were discussing this earlier today. How do you define a reboot versus like a sequel? I mean, I can identify when something is a reboot, but how do you actually define it? Joe? So a reboot is re, re, you're restarting. Mm-hmm. You're, you're starting over. You got you may have new cast members or whatnot, but you're totally restarting the story. So what the previous one happened didn't happen. You're doing a new version of that same thing. So, for example, like um, uh, for all you nerds out there, the new Battlestar Galactica was a reboot because mm-hmm. we while we had elements of the old show in there, it was all brand new. It was a, we're retelling the story. Mm-hmm. So that old one doesn't count. Whereas like Coming to America, that movie was great, but that is a sequel. It's a continuation of the story from the first one. So that's a sequel, and even not the, necessarily a reboot. And yeah. even the Fuller House, I was say, even the Fuller House, Saved by the Bell, Punky Brewster things are really sequels. Yeah, they're, they're not reboots. Because they have the original cast they're not, there. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not reboots. The I mean, events. I, is it, can't you kind of go down the line and say I, anything could be a sequel, could also be a reboot? Because no, I think, I mean, but, no. I mean, I've heard a thousand people say that Cobra Kai is a reboot. It's but not. by your by your definition, no, it's a sequel. So here's here's I think is 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 throwing all the old shit out. Yeah. That's your difference. A reboot. I think is, we need to expand the definition. I think what? I think technically by the book that is the correct definition. Right. But I think right now we need a, a better term for the the whole reboot sequel thing, where it's you're bringing back intellectual property from decades ago and redoing it now because like, like like star yeah. wars like, a like, that's not a reboot it's a reboot like... honestly kind of a reboot because here's like <laughs> they're sequels <laughs> but they weren't in, in, in ever intended originally to be the same sequels and they're oftentimes not created and written by the same people who originally did did the uh, whatever the original uh, ip is yeah, I, I, and, it's, I and it's, think... it's 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 really a cash grab I, I tend to think that when you when you get to a point where you're talking about a show or a movie that's so far removed from the original and it's being done with new production people, new writers, new directors, that's a reboot. That's not a sequel. Because like, like when you talk about like you could say Godfather three, which came so far after Godfather two. Yeah, that's a that's a sequel because that movie was made by Francis Ford Coppola, who made the first two movies, was written by him and Mario Puzo. But when you look again, like you said, like I said about like Cobra Kai, that has absolutely nothing to do with the original team of people that did the, the movies. And and it's as if they just they took the property and just kind of rebooted it for a new generation. So, so I mean, also being sort of a sequel to the events, it's a reboot quote. But but I, I, I do think we need a better term for it. Yeah, yeah no, I, mean, I, I wouldn't still have sequels that aren't written by the original but. people. <laughs> well, but like, okay, so for example, like the Wonder Years, right? They're supposed to be doing a reboot of the Wonder Years. Now, it's not going to have any of the original cast members. But they may show up on it. It's no, 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 but that's a retell. That's, that's a retelling every, the story. Everything from the old Wonder Years does not count in that new <laughs> Wonder Years. It's That's just the difference. The, concept of yeah, the, the whole world. idea of like the word reboot is like retread. It's like you're taking mm-hmm. the new tread on like the old stuff doesn't count anymore. Whereas otherwise it's a sequel. Like you could say Cobra Kai is a reboot, but it's still got the original actors in it from the other movie. So that to me is a sequel and not, I mean, and not a reboot. And so, it still has elements of the original, the original story. story. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's, all that old stuff still counts. But it has like, no like, one like of the, the same Kid, Hold on, the Karate Kid movie with Jaden Smith is a reboot because that is that is a reboot, and it's not nothing to do with the right. '80s ones, right? Right. And, and it's retelling the story, new cast, new exactly, angle, new, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's it's actually like a really interesting discussion to have because I think like Stuart is saying, you know, it needs to be more specific, like or change, you know, the word. Like I like the whole reboot. Cool, reboot. Like, cool. Well, would, would, 
Yeah. Would Saved by the Bell then be a reboot because the only people that are original <laughs> are, are they're like secondary characters now in the the new characters? I think I think it could, but it's their I think it's, it's their kids, cool. right? Well, well no, it's, it's all new kids at Bayside. It's new kids at Bayside, but those old characters oh. are coming back as the old characters, just in different capacities in the show. And it's going to and I haven't watched it, but I think it acknowledges things from the original, right? Oh, sure, I watched one out. So I, I think it's kind of continuing the story of Bayside and the people from Bayside. Like kind of puts it in sequel territory while also rebooting, so to speak, the property itself. It's like fifteen years later after the fact. Um Mario Lopez's character is the P coach and mm-hmm. Jesse's yeah. the counselor. I watched the first two episodes today and I wanted to scratch my eyeballs out. It was so bad. <laughs> I watched the well, first one like, and I couldn't finish the first episode. It but was I- horrible. I I it needs to be saved by a bell because it, it, yeah, that should never have been made. It was bad. I um I tried watching the first episode and I couldn't get through it. Like I couldn't even finish it. But I think like one of them was also like Zach's kid or one of them is Zach's kid. Yeah, yeah he's the governor of California. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I so- just have no plan to watch it because I I watched Saved by the Bell off and on as a kid, but have no real affection for it. So I have no. I never saw it. In- watch it. Yeah, we know because you're a baby. (laughs) (laughs) But I have no real affection for the original, so I have no interest in watching whatever new permutations. Same thing with Full House, Fuller House, and Mm -hmm. so on. So, okay, so considering what we've been talking about, then, like, all these reboots or whatever you want to call them, (laughs) um, favorite one that you have or one... For me, it's Cobra Kai. I think Cobra Kai is outstanding, one of my favorites. But then again, I also like, I am a huge Karate Kid fan. So um, what are your thoughts on some of the ones that you've seen? Um, <clears throat> you. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I loved Cobra Kai because, I mean, they're, they're taking the, the initial concept and, and they're, they're kind of like part tongue in cheek doing it, but they're also kind of doing it seriously to the, to the original show, which is great. So it doesn't completely take itself seriously. But I got to tell you, I, last week I watched the first episode of the real world reunion with the original cast. And for some bizarre reason, I got really like emotional watching it only because maybe when that show came on that I was about the same age as those people. And so like my life experience and their life experience all kind of collided at that time. And then to see them now older and kind of like around my age now, it was kind of nice to see that people survived this far and that and like life, <clears throat> that life, you know, didn't get to a point where, where, you know, like it was too hard for anybody to still be here. And so I just, I, I mean, I watched the first episode. It's they're doing it uh, weekly. So it's not like you can binge watch it, but I thought it was really good the way they did it. And so okay. you know, uh, that was mine. Uh-huh. Um, Stuart. I think Cobra Kai is my favorite as well. Um, I think what, what Peter said to touch on about how it doesn't take itself too seriously, and it also doesn't take the original property too seriously as well. I think that's really important where it's like it, it doesn't say like, oh, this was the greatest thing ever. And like it, it somewhat does address the, the flaws or the, the silly aspects that aren't that are outdated now. And, and really, but then it still also builds on them and, and does its own thing. But it yeah. respects the show. That's I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it absolutely respects it. it. Yeah. I love the fact that they go back, you know, and they show those, you know, very touching moments with Mr. Miyagi. So he's still part of the story, even though yeah, I mean, you here. I just, yeah. I love what they're doing with, with, with that show. Um, our friend Garrett Lofgren is watching right now, and he's saying Bill Zapka is super cool. Garrett, I totally, <laughs> I totally agree with you. I he's the best. I love, love Bill Zapka. <laughs> Oh my god, I love him. And I think I, I, I <clears throat> shops at our local store, but that's another story that I'm going to tell you guys later. <clears throat> I think I saw him at the market a couple weeks ago, but we were wearing masks. Oh, you told me, yeah, yeah. I told you that, right? Yeah. yeah. I, oh my gosh, I love him so much. <laughs> Elizabeth? <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I think the one of like rebooted properties that were like really popular like that, I think it's got to be Cobra Kai for me. I also liked um, movie-wise, um, I thought the 2018 Halloween was really good. With mm-hmm. uh, they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis, and it was really, you know, it, it ignored all the sequels, good or bad, <laughs> that followed from the original Halloween, and really helped continue uh, Laurie's story from the original. Uh, and just I really, really enjoyed it. It was scary. It was fun. 
Um, I sort of surpri- I'm not surprised they're doing another sequel of it, but I am excited because I, I think it'll uh, I think it'll be good. But that's a uh, that's a mo- I know it's a, a more of a movie property, but I enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know, people. Oh, Danny, go ahead. Um, Cobra Cry, yes, excellent. But my favorite reboot is definitely One Day at a Time. Oh. No, okay, forget it. That's a great one. It, it, it's that's just, an actual reboot. That yeah. is an actual reboot. That is yeah. a reboot, seeing, right. Mm-hmm. Seeing, you know, people who look like me, you know, on screen, mm-hmm. you know, in lead, you know, roles. It, it's such an excellent show. The writing, I was grateful to actually be able to go see the show, meet Rita Moreno. I mean, I just love the topics. So very relevant to today's society. Everything about that show I love, and I'm really sad that it's not coming back. Yeah. I completely forgot it. I can't believe I forgot about that. I can't believe I forgot it either. <laughs> yeah, one day at a time in Cobra Kai for me are yeah. like the best. Um, Joe, I, obviously, we're, I'm, I'm also going to agree with you on Cobra Kai. But if we're talking about recent stuff, because I could go way back, and you know, I'm a huge uh, Battlestar Galactica when they rebooted that, and they just did that in a whole new way. That was fantastic and all. But if we're going to talk about recent stuff, um, and if coming to America counts, then I also need to put in. Uh, Bill and Ted face the music because that's been many, many, many years later, and I thought they did a really great they job did a with good that, job, yeah. and really did respect the original movies. They didn't totally like toss it, and I thought that that was a really fun thing too. So, I mean, if if we're counting the you know, the late sequels in this uh-huh. list, I have yeah. to put that on. Joe, did you did you read that they're actually rebooting the reboot of Battlestar Galactica? They're rebooting it again, and I don't understand yeah, yeah. why, because I thought the reboot was pretty much perfect. I, I mean, mean we have such many, a good show. How many Spider-Mans and Batmans do we have? They yeah, well, I know, but like it, it, took them, it, took them, it took them three times to get Spider-Man right. So, I mean, and Batman, they got right, and then they got wrong, and then they got right, and then they got wrong again. So <laughs> they just keep throwing. Are, are you this, this new Batman that's West coming Batman out, I'm actually going to see. What? Are you including the Adam West Batman in that? You know, the Adam West Batman, you say what you will, but it really I was kind of spirit in the spirit of the 60s comic at the time. Yeah. So I really, can't really say anything really bad funny. about that. I, I'm really kind of looking forward to the new Batman coming out with uh, uh, yeah, the Robert Pattinson. With Robert Pattinson, yeah. because I always said Robert Pattinson is a really good actor who, who got screwed that he had to play this teenage vampire because uh, he's yeah. much better than that. So He was also a wizard. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was a wizard that got screwed movie. too. He got yeah. screwed real quick. He yeah, yeah. make it out of one movie. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. So would that now, be yeah, a reboot? Now, would Jurassic World be considered a sequel or a reboot? Sequel. Rebookable because rebook. it continues the story of Jurassic Park, but with all right. new characters and story. And now they're sort of almost well, more making of sequels. Old, there's old characters in there too, but yeah, yeah but um, but it, I think it falls more into rebookable territory. Uh, yeah, but it's technically a sequel because the old. Plus, then they out. killed off the fucking brontosaur. The now, did did we just go up with the and we be rebookable? Should we be copywriting that? Term? Yes, we should, I and I want all the money from it. <laughs> So along with like Battlestar Galactica that we said, you know, that you guys were just talking about that they're going to reboot, um, we should also be seeing reboots for, within the next year of Frasier, Dexter, Gossip Girl, The Wonder Years, like I mentioned earlier, Sex in the City, True Blood, iCarly, Party Down, as well as a possible Blossom reboot after Maya Bialik announced yesterday that she was trying to get the show off the ground for years. So that's not to mention also Whoa. like like Greece, Fresh Conan, Prince of Bel Air, uh, Conan, uh, Conan the Barbarian too. When it comes to films, Coolest Gremlins are also getting TV series based mm. on films. Yeah. Um, have you guys heard of any upcoming reboots that you're excited about? Like I like I was just saying, Blossom. I'm excited if that happens. I love that show. <laughs> um, Pete, I definitely Dexter. Um, only because like, I see, I wasn't one of those people that hated the ending of Dexter. If, if you're a Dexter fan, you, you know, you know, the whole story behind the ending, but, but I, I also thought that it kind of leaves you in a lurch where like there was more story to tell. And the fact that they're coming back for 10 episodes and they're going to try and kind of fix what didn't get done right at the end of that. Uh, yeah. And, and I, and I don't think that they would come back with this unless it was going to be good. This, this seems like the kind of project that, that it's not a money grab thing as much as it's like the, the real people who are behind the show saying we want to kind of write the ship and go out on a high. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Elizabeth. Um, there's none that leap out on that list, 
But all I can say is be careful what you wish for. I think I've brought this up before, but it is the monkey's paw principle where you get three wishes on your monkey's paw. And the first wish, you wish for the thing that you want. And then it comes back, but it comes back wrong. And then you have to wish it dead again. Like in the story, that's what happens in the monkey's paw. Because the, the parents wish for money, but their son dies in an accident. And then the mom's like, I wish our son was alive, was alive again. But he comes back wrong, and then they have to wish him dead. And the whole lesson is be careful what you wish for. Yeah. And my big point being Gilmore Girls. I love that damn show. And they're like, we're going to do a, a, a miniseries year in the life thing. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And it was okay at best and not that great and i was like i gotta wish it dead again so uh you know sometimes they're hit they're, sometimes they're great like cobra kai it's very hit or miss so just that's what honest. i felt about murphy brown because i i i when that show was on originally it was a great satire of the news and of politics and then it came back and it was awful um, it was so awful that I kept trying to figure out ways to justify it being better. And, 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 you know, it's bad when, like, when, when you watch a whole episode, hate everything about it and say, but they acted good in it. I mean, it like, it was nice to see the same people on screen, Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was awful. A uh, Joe? Um, the party down one is interesting. It's actually, I think going to be a spinoff of the original party down but if it gets more people that go back and watch it who haven't seen it because it is kind of an odd show but it is really funny what is that? Yeah. i've never yeah. heard of it uh it is a it's about a, a group of, of people that are they're, they're in a catering company party down and they're always every week they're like at a different party or event or function or all that but it's really funny uh but yeah. apparently this is going to be a spin-off of it not so it's not technically a continuation well it's sort of a continuation but it's really it's like like the laverne and shirley of party okay. down is what we're going to be getting so uh but that one's really interesting but you know uh i am not looking forward to the new bowser galactica just because the last one was just so wonderful it's like how do you make this better than that one that, that's the thing that's scary like if they could do it it would be the most amazing show ever but i don't think you could do it mm-hmm. uh stewart well, i'm really excited for the iCarly. um reboot uh, it was one of my favorite shows when i was younger and i think it's sort of ahead of its, ahead of its time where i mean she was sort of an influencer um before influencers were a thing and that's sort of so putting setting it now would be really cool uh, one that has been mentioned that i'm surprised hasn't been mentioned is the many saints of newark which is the prequel to the Sopranos. Yeah. so that's i mean that's that's yeah, not exactly a, a sequel or a well, reboot it's a prequel, it's, it's a prequel. <laughs> yeah so and i think that would be that's gonna be really really cool yeah, yeah, now prequel is like a pretty easy term to like understand. Like that yeah. was pretty, you know, straightforward. Mm-hmm. Right. David Chase is also doing it, which is makes yeah. me feel a lot better about it. Yeah. <clears throat> There's also the prequel to Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, but that's yeah. probably not gonna be till next year at best. Yeah. And didn't I hear that they're also rebooting the Golden Girls? They're toying with that. I They've think. been talking I, about it, but I don't know if it's been I mean, confirmed, Elizabeth. They better hurry up. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're the only one who's alive is Betty. It would be nice if they rebooted Gilligan's Island. I don't know why I thought of that. <laughs> we were just watching that last night. <laughs> Actually, where I used to, where I used to work in the studio lot, I used to be on. They had like a they have a lagoon building there now, but that means they unfortunately they paved over the area where the original lagoon used to be which is kind of a bummer i was i was kind of sad to see that maybe a mixture of gilligan's island meets lost that's a it would be a weird to do now like we have so much communications and stuff like that like you'd really have to like those can all get destroyed in the store yeah no cell tower we watched the other way that like that like he makes a nuclear reactor out of coconuts but can't make a raft this time like i'm not buying that (laughs) (laughs) so last night we watched the unaired pilot and the only people from the actual show were gilligan the skipper and mr mrs howell and everybody else was like somebody else and i kept thinking to myself this show would have been so much better if one person had died on the boat and they had that body there the whole time while they were on the island. And they just had to constantly kind of figure out what to do with the dead body. So it was like an extra person. Danny, Danny, does does your reboot have the Harlem Globetrotters as well? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> you can get the Harlem Globetrotters. If they can get them off the island, why didn't they take all the other passengers? 
Got oh, so they got, got off the island, but then decided that they all wanted to go back and build a resort. And then the Harlan Globetrotters came to play a basketball game. Yeah, it's like crazy. They, yeah, they were like upset because they didn't like civilization. It was too it was too busy yeah. for them, so they all decided to go back to the island. But they couldn't take all these stranded people with them. No, but they took the Harlem Globetrotters they never- back to the island. <laughs> And wasn't it like some kind of mad scientist trying to like like uh, take the Globetrotters or something? Like something no, weird. he tried to take the Globetrotters' uh, playing ability. Oh, yeah, but the robots. Space Jam. Yeah, I was like, isn't that Space Jam? Yeah. It's, the, space greatest, Jam. it's the greatest movie ever. Okay, so let's bring on our guest here. We here at TMI like to believe that we offer our audience a wide array of topics, from the biggest news stories to pop culture and entertainment. Turns out that we're not alone in doing this as our guest tonight, Zen, is a host of the podcast, Two and a Half Citizens, in which they share their opinions on topics ranging from music and fashion to social and tech news. Please welcome Zen. Hi, Zen. How are you? Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. How about yourself? We're doing well. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us. So first and foremost, can you tell our audience about your podcast, Two and a Half Citizens? Yeah, so it's just about all things going on in the internet, you know, so we're always going through the internet, seeing all the weird news stories that are coming up or interesting news stories that are coming up. So it's, you know, us and two other co-hosts just talking about our perspectives from it, from a minority perspective, and just kind of talking about our feelings and thoughts on things and just trying to make people laugh for the most part. That's great. So you say that you poke fun of the world with the, with your podcast. Do you set any limits on what you will and won't satirize or is everything just kind of like a free for all? I mean, it, it really just feels like just kind of whatever I'm, I'm really feeling. I don't really have like a, a bar of where I feel like maybe I won't, you know, make fun of this or that. Cause I feel like we can find funny in almost anything mm-hmm. for the most part, you know? So I think it's just kind of like, make not taking things so seriously all the time so i don't really think that i'll kind of like that i have too much of a of a box that i might put it all in yeah okay uh so do you think that being in the pandemic for a year now it's easier or harder to make light of the news i feel like with the pandemic now it's it's been I think that I think that the pandemic is a good way for us to make fun of what's going on because there's just so much that we have to process. And if we try to take everything so seriously, we might just get overwhelmed with, you know, all the craziness and we really won't have, especially with us not going out and everything like that. What balance do we really have if we don't, you know, make fun of what's kind of going on? And it's kind of like what we do too. So we, we totally get you. <laughs> so is there like one particular person or entity that has become a recurring target of your show? Is there like, or is there like a topic that you seem to cover more than once? Uh, definitely for, for me, I think in, in the show in general, cancel culture and social media and what it's been doing to us as a whole has been coming up a lot because as more and more that you see with everything that that we do i think a lot of what is going on ties back to just how we all communicate with each other through social media and like cancel culture has walked hand in hand with that a lot and understanding kind of the psychology of all of us on twitter for the most part Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. We, it, it, we see, you know, we happen to see that almost on a daily basis. So I could see why that's definitely something that you guys, you know, talk a lot about. Um, so for us here at TMI, um, it seems like we all like a lot of pop culture. And that's usually what drives our conversations, you know, with our show. What is something that you have in common with your other co-host that you think comes up in conversations or something that you, you know, like to discuss mutually? Is there a certain topic? Yeah, so so me and Pablo specifically are are really into like the streetwear part of pop culture too. So a lot of talk about sneakers and things like that come up a lot. Um music is a big tying factor for all of us that it kind of goes in pop culture when it comes to things like that, but inadvertently of kind of what the day and age is, politics has to come up a lot whether we really want to or not because it's just been affecting us a lot. Yeah. Um so that's been like a big recurring topic. But as far as like not so serious ones, sneakers and music and like celebrity drama is definitely uh, like things that are going on the TV show. Pablo's really into The Bachelor. So um, 
you know, I want to record on Monday. And he's like, I don't know, man, because it's the bachelor night. It's and, the you know, and, and it's the finale. I said, well, can, can we can we do it in the morning? You know, I don't know what time the bachelor starts, but <laughs> let's try to get something going. All here. day of I understand. Well, I, I understand. He has to probably get snacks ready. I'm sure there's a whole routine. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so I'm going to open it up to our panel now. Does anybody have any questions for Zen or anything you want to you want to ask? Yes, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> Zen, did you get on those University Blue Jordans yet? Those are hot. <laughs> no, and for me and for Pablo alike, we like to look from afar and look at it because, for one, I don't want to frust- my, frustrate myself when I don't get the shoes. <laughs> and, I, and I don't have all this money to just be dropping. So, so like art pieces, I'm going to admire it from afar and see everybody else not get the shoes. Yeah, I can't afford them either, but those shoes are fire. Yeah, they're definitely, <laughs> those are hard. Wow, is Chris here? Because did I just hear fire too? That's a damn fire. <laughs> they're they're low-key fire. It's low-key fire. <laughs> <laughs> Danny ain't stepping up, so. Hey, Zen. Um, so we, with us, we're, we're, we're obviously... Um, because we do comedy and everything else, we're, we're very liberal about a lot of the things that we talk about. And and so I, I want to preface this question in a, in a certain way. Like I was thrilled with the with the outcome of the election um, last year, but I found from the comedy aspect of it, it's not nearly as much fun as it used to be. <laughs> um, and I'm wondering if that kind of plays, you know, like there's just not as much comedy with with a, with the president that we have now as as opposed to the one before. Does that kind of ever play into what you guys are doing too? Well, uh, with that, I, I'm I'm on I'm your say page. I was thrilled with what was going on in the election, but with that, I feel like we all need to be critical at the same time, and I think that's where like the comedy can come out because, of course, that's the thing is with with Trump, we were all very critical of everything, and that made for a lot of good content. It made for a lot of funny moments in the seriousness. So now that we can, you know, look at 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 Biden and see definitely good things but be critical i think in the critical times is when we can try to find good content and pull that out yeah for sure um anybody else have any other questions uh danny how did you come up with the name for the podcast so that was a big a big thing because originally it was the zen podcast not by my choice because that's my name zen but just because the fellow co-hosts that I had before were like, I think the name just sounds good. I think it'll, it's just a a nice sounding name. And the more and more that I went through with that, it was an issue. Cause if you try to go onto any podcast and look up Zen period, it is peace. It is tranquility. It is studies, nothing to do with the type of things that I'm doing. So when we were kind of brainstorming, we're like, okay, what can we do? What can we talk about? Like what can kind of encapsulate who we are, what we want to do? And it was just the group chat going back and forth. And sometimes I always think it's the ideas that you're not really thinking about that become the best. So when Roman just jokingly said two and a half citizens, immediately we were like, that's it. That's where it's going. Let's get the logo started. Because that's basically, we changed the name in the middle of the whole podcast. So the first half of everything was the Zen podcast. And now I just think it's a lot more fitting and represents us a lot better. Uh, Joe. Okay, Zen. So you can you can reboot any show or movie or what you what you're gonna reboot? Give me the pitch. Um we're rebooting we're rebooting my life as a teenage robot and we're leaning in to the uh to the uh gender fluid part of it. Um, because I don't think that we should be representing a robot as a woman. We want to let the robot choose what it wants to be. And I, I don't think that the creator gave it that choice. So I think that we need to reboot that and, you know, give that a, a modern rinse. I like that. If I said the word rebookal, would you understand what that meant? <laughs> um, yes. So it's a sequel to a reboot. It's yeah, it's like a, a sequel that's sort of also rebooting the property, like uh like a Fuller House or um like okay. or, Cobra Kai. or Cobra or, Kai. I love Cobra Kai. I love Cobra yeah. Kai. Yeah. I I haven't met one person who's been like, you know what, I hate Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it's just you have to convince them to watch it, I think. Yeah. Because I mean oh, it yeah. was on YouTube mm-hmm. first, right? No mm-hmm. one cared. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was on Netflix and then 
everyone on podcast started talking about it and then i think yeah yeah there's a little there's a slight stuff. hurdle and then once you're over you're there i mean i was i was really nervous when they made it good mm-hmm. i was like oh this is not gonna be good it's on youtube this is gonna be bad and then that was it was great i was wrong so, so good yeah so good any more questions for zen so zen can you tell our viewers and our listeners how often do you put out um episodes and where can they listen to your podcast so anywhere that you can pretty much listen to podcasts for sure, Spotify and Apple. Um, every Thursday is when we put it out. Uh, Five a.m. arts time. I, we're in we're in Houston, so I think that's two hours ahead of y'all. Um, so pretty much every Thursday for sure. At some point of the day is when we try to put it out. So mm-hmm. every week. Did you say you're in Houston? Yes. Uh, how how's that going right now in Texas? With, uh, Ooh, I just have to ask. Hey. <laughs> I mean, how many cast members have y'all lost that have moved to Texas? <laughs> no, they, I mean, never leave, they never go to Texas. Because I mean, I feel like half of y'all states leaving and coming over. <laughs> A lot of people are. Yeah. It's the people, yeah, but it's the people we kicked out. So it's the not cool people. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Makes sense. It's been wild. I mean, of course, we had all four seasons in one week. So that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and right now it's been weird. So as of yesterday, uh, the governor said, Hey, you know what? I think COVID's over. So, um, everything. So, so yeah, they, they completely removed themselves. So it's really wild. You're, you're really going to see. Uh, the Karens are going to come out a lot. Watch the YouTube videos because those are definitely coming out with uh, with the mask order being brought down. So well, it's, I mean, it's been entertaining, to say but the do, least. Do you think it's going to lead to like violence, though? Because like I see a lot of like these uh, these bar and, and restaurant owners that are like now they're making us the mask police. And it's I just imagine a state where, where people can openly carry guns that that might not be a good thing. I don't I don't see the guns as as big of an issue. Um I mean, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll take that back. I've actually seen road rage turn into massive gun incidents on, like, my main street. So I'll take that back. There's a big possibility that violence will be a thing. And I do think it's just wild because I do think it causes conflict because now you're making every establishment show you what their politics are because it all became so political. Yeah. So it's it's just weird to now see, like, when you look at a restaurant or a bar or anything, and they tell you how they feel. For the most part, I don't think that I've really seen too many places uh, say that they're like not letting you wear masks anymore. Pretty much everywhere is still enforcing it, for the most part, at least whoever posts on social media. Do you believe in my theory that first they shut off the power in the middle of, of a blizzard, and now they're saying you don't have to wear a mask, that this is all just your guy's way of trying to kill all those people from California that came out to Texas? Well, <laughs> I think so. But, but what I truly think is going to happen, I think that we may have something different because most of the people who are in Texas are the ones that don't want to wear masks. So I think that whoever is being lost, I think they're trying to equalize it so that the cost of living stays the same. So whoever gets <laughs> lost in Texas is going to be coming in in California. That way, Austin's prices stay, still stay. <laughs> That's your theory. That's my theory. Everything so becomes Austin. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Austin's Southern Hollywood, I think, now. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very much. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. So, Zen, do you want to stick around for our final segment? We're actually going to be playing a game. It's up yeah. to you. Yeah, okay, that'd be great. great. Okay, so we're moving on to our final segment tonight. So it seems like this week we have learned more about the royal family than anyone might want to know about. So we from, thought from we might life. end tonight's show seeing to make how much money. we actually we know about the royals we with a game we're calling the, the Prince, and the people Prince, Prince, Queen, Queen, in which Peter will had, give us a fact uh, and we have to decide whether it's about Prince Harry, Prince the Musician, Queen Elizabeth, or someone in the band Queen. Okay. Pete, I'm handing it over to you. Okay. So as we all understand, again, I'm going to give you a fact. And now the fact is going to be about either Prince Harry, about his royal badness, Prince, <laughs> um, about Queen Elizabeth, or one of the members of Queen. And I will say which member it is so that it's not like I'm just ambiguously saying the band Queen. That, that's helpful. Yeah. I, yeah. I, figured, I figured that that might be a helpful one for you. Um, okay. So um, our first question, and, we'll, and, and I'll ask everybody to answer this question. Um, this person worked on a project in, in 1983 with a king who died in 2009. Was this Prince Harry? Was it Prince? Was it Queen Elizabeth? 
or is it Queen singer Freddie Mercury? Anybody want to take a guess on that? Prince, okay, I'm, guessing, I'm, I'm guessing Freddie Mercury, priest of the time period, and, and probably a king and since he's European. Okay, so you're saying Freddie Mercury, and because he was European. Anybody else have a, have a thought? Veronica? I think it's Prince the Musician. Okay. Um, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna agree with Stuart. You're gonna agree with Stuart. Now, why are you agreeing uh, with Stuart? I don't the time frame. I think he he may be on the money on that one. I'm gonna go with Veronica. I'm sticking with Veronica, Prince the musician, because yeah. I mean, okay. it's definitely not Prince Harry. We we know that no. <laughs> for, for sure. It's not Prince. It's too Harry. little. I'm and definitely I going Prince. Was he alive? Any- I think yeah. That, and what did you He's say? Born. I'm definitely going Prince, 100. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean, who who else is worthy to be honest <laughs> of such a of such a project than Prince the musician? I mean, I mean, I think that's the most royal person we have. You know, he he owns a color. <laughs> I think that's more than a country. <laughs> I, I see. Yeah. I, you said that king died. That that king died in 2009. Yeah. So that would be the king of pop. That's why I'm going Prince. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. so, <laughs> well, well, I saw that, that look on his face when I said Joe, that. Joe is right. It's the king of pop, but but some of you are wrong because it was Freddie Mercury, because Freddie Mercury actually worked on music with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. That's why I was going to say. Oh, Mercury, you know, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't Prince mm. Prince, so yeah. Yeah, so Prince was, and Michael Jackson never really collaborated, right? No, they never did. No, they yeah. they 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 technically there there is a recording of of um, Prince playing guitar on a song on a demo for Michael Jackson, but it's mm-hmm. never. But nothing. But they know they never nothing formal. Yeah. yeah, it never was anything that was released to the public. Gotcha. Right. Good um, answer. Okay, so our next question um, is: This person voluntarily joined the military when they were eighteen years old. Is it Prince Harry, Prince, Queen Elizabeth, or Queen bassist John Deacon? It's Prince Harry. Prince Harry. Prince Harry. Harry. He was famously. Okay, so is, is Queen that Elizabeth. Where, is that the well, he, he went, so he, he, I'm he, saying he, Queen Elizabeth. Actually, so he joined the, the military. Well, he went to a military academy before he was 18. But I don't think you can actually enlist until you're 18. I'm, I'm sticking with Queen Elizabeth. Okay. It could be a trick uh, question. I don't think it's Queen Elizabeth because she was way too young when she became queen. So and that would all that no, would guys. She served in a informal capacity in the military during World War II. I'm going Queen Elizabeth. Anybody else have, a, have an opinion on this? Is Queen Elizabeth an option? Yeah, uh, she's one of the four queen. options. <laughs> Prince, Prince, Queen, Queen. There's only I'm going to go with Queen Elizabeth because I, I think Carrie joined younger. Anybody else? Anything? No? Well, the actual answer is uh, Queen Elizabeth. She uh, she volunteered on her 18th birthday and during World War II. Elizabeth, um, was that in The Crown? I don't yes, know. it was! It's a oh fact my God, don't you, you don't see that scene, but that's in the fir- uh, first second episode. She fixes a car because she was a mechanic. Yeah, she's in like the, she was in like the oh, motor pool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she's not like on the front lines. She wasn't at the Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Okay, so that's good. So Elizabeth, good, good job on that one. Um, our next question: This person, this you're probably going to think this is not Queen Elizabeth, but don't be sure. This person formed their first band at the age of eleven. Was that Prince Harry, Prince, Queen Elizabeth, or Queen guitarist Brian May? I'm going Brian May. Okay, I'm going to say Prince Harry. I feel like it's a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else want to uh, want to try on this one? Um, say- I'm also going to say Prince Harry. Okay, I'm going to say Prince Harry because I hope that we can hear the demos. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm well, going to go with Prince Harry too. <laughs> well, actually, the the correct answer is Brian May from Queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> So it wasn't um, a trick question. So it wasn't a trick question. That's why I threw that at the beginning because I wanted to throw you off. Yeah, I overthink like over your questions now. Yeah, it'd be too obvious to 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 say it had to be the guy in the band. Yeah. Um, okay. Our next question: This person once said about the media, "There is truth and there is lies, and unfortunately, I can't get the truth across." Is that Prince Harry, Prince, Queen Elizabeth? Or Queen's lead singer again, Freddie Mercury. Okay, wait, uh, Stuart, you had your hand up. I think it's Prince Harry. 
Okay. I think he said that. Um, yeah, relatively recently. Anybody yeah, I think else? of Prince Harry. I'm going to say Freddie Mercury. Okay. Um, well, the actual answer for that is Prince Harry. Oh. Um, but he didn't say it recently. He actually said it about 15 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, oh, okay. But I'm sure he would still say it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, so let's go on to our next question. So bad this. this person has been known to be a devoted lover of cats. Is oh. it now? Oh, I know this, this one. There could be a lot of ways you could take this question. Is it Prince Harry, Prince Queen Elizabeth, or Queen lead singer Freddie Mercury? It's Freddie, Freddie, Freddie Mercury. It's, it's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody so. else? Anybody? Anybody? Prince? Are we not like. I mean. It could be Cats the Musical. It could yeah. be Cats, you never know. It could be Cats the Musical. I'm not following for these trick questions. It's Freddie but Mercury. But then if it's Cats the Musical, I also. It's, could be Freddie Mercury. <laughs> why? Wait, I'm, I'm, I got what I'm going to say. Why? Because of just because of the time period. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the actual answer is Freddie Mercury. He he, uh, he actually wrote a song about his cat um, that was on one of the Queen albums. Each one of his cats had their own room in his mansion. They each cat had its own room. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Okay, here's here's our next question. This person has two birthdays: their actual birth the date of their birth and the date they actually celebrated. Is it Prince Harry, Prince Queen Elizabeth, or Queen's drummer Roger Taylor? Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. Stuart, I'm gonna go with uh, Prince. That seems like something he would do. Okay. Anybody else? Can I go with Roger Taylor just because it's weird? Somebody's going with Roger Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be fickle. <laughs> Okay, well, actually, it is Queen Elizabeth. Um, her birthday is actually in April, but because it's cold in in uh, Great Britain in April, they decided to have her birthday celebration either in June or July. It kind of bounces around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so her birthday is actually April. Um, okay, our next question. This person has eight siblings. Is it Prince Harry? <laughs> we know that. Oh, that we know of? That we know of? <laughs> that we know of Prince Queen Elizabeth or Queen bassist John Deacon? Queen Elizabeth. John, John Deacon. Deacon. Yeah, I'm John, going John Deacon. John Deacon. <laughs> Anybody got any dissent on that? Is it, or we're going to go stick with John Deacon. <laughs> okay, well, it's actually Prince. Oh, what? Are you um, like a nation? Prince has eight siblings. As oh, you no, all I know, it, the only reason I didn't say Prince a couple of years ago when he Were died. they also princes, or did they do like dukes and duchesses? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> well, his legal name was Prince, right? Yes, like, it was. His legal his first legal. name, yeah. yeah, sure. You said has, and he should have said had. Well, see, if I said it that way, it would, <laughs> it would kind of give it away because he's the only one who's. De- well, actually, Freddie Mercury's dead too. Yeah, but it wasn't um, Freddie Mercury. Key, it was John Deacon. Right? John Deacon. So. <laughs> yeah, the process of elimination completely failed me on that one. Um, yeah, me too. Okay, so the next question. This person said that boxing has helped them get through emotional tragedy. Is it Prince Harry, Prince, Queen Elizabeth, or Queen drummer Roger Taylor? God, you have to hope it's, it's Queen Elizabeth, don't you? Um, <laughs> oh, you hope so. Because, Stuart, what do you got? I think it's Prince Harry. He see, he seems like the, the type to, to box. Yeah, I'll go oh, Prince Harry. Harry yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we're pretty much in agreement it's Harry? Can I go with uh, Rod- Roger Deacon? <laughs> no, 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 that'd be John. No, I would be Roger Taylor. Roger Taylor. I'll go with Roger Taylor. Though I would love to see the the, the Queen box. Yeah, oh, can God. I go? Can I go Queen Elizabeth for the yeah. sake of inclusion? She just she actually has a box. She she does that. Uh, but uh, was it was it the um like Soul Cycle or something? <laughs> no, the, the what the hell is the the one? That, Barry's uh, boot camp. The, the guy, the Billy 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 uh, Tybo. Tybo. Yeah, she does Tybo. <laughs> Actually, no, the actual answer, though, is is Harry. Yeah. So, yes, he says he apparently boxes. Boxing, yeah, I'm sure he's yeah. got a lot of built-up frustration about it. They said today okay. that they're probably going to make $500 million off of the interview. Hell yeah! yeah so, I, I just like to point out, Harry. If if you if you want, I will make you a a, a Pierce Morgan boxing uh, <laughs> a, a, like a speed bag or something. Sorry, side note. <laughs> he is Pierce Morgan is so obsessed with Megan because he she he that one date. I, are we even sure that it was a date? 
Yeah, it's not even a date. It was like a meeting. Because he was married. It was a meeting. He's married and was married at the time. Yeah. It's like he was in the same room. Wait, he's bragging about going on a date while he was married? Yes, he is. She thought it was a piece of shit. She thought it was a pitch meeting. And he thought it was a Yeah, like a interview pitch meeting or something like that. And then the best part, though, is that was the same night she met Harry. And it's just so triumphant. Oh, really? Allegedly, yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Okay, so our next question. Gin is this person's drink of choice. Is it Prince Harry, Prince, Queen Elizabeth, or Queen guitarist Brian May? Queen Elizabeth. I'm going Queen, yeah, I'm going Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. Now, now, why do we think it's Queen Elizabeth? Uh, Gin's an old-timey like gin drink. And yeah, it's British. It's a very British thing. It's old-timey and British. I, I feel I'm like gonna, I've read that somewhere. I'm going Brian May. Okay, well... I so second you. You're actually wrong. It's 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 Queen Elizabeth. Ah, uh, yeah. big, big gin drinker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably right around the time she gets a couple of drinks in and then starts yelling things about black people. But that's <laughs> <the question. laughs> how much gin do you think she actually drank on Monday? Oh, <laughs> a a shit ton. Yeah, drained the <laughs> bottle. She did. You ungrateful little shit! shit. <laughs> I'm glad I killed your mom. She was like, she's like. Up two bottles of gin. She's got all the corgis just wrapped around her. You know what? I got I, I don't mean to stop the, the all the fun we're having with the game, but when I was when, when I was in, in in college, a friend of mine told me a joke, and he said to me, "You're not going to laugh when you hear the joke now." He says, "But like you're going to go back in like a year, and you're going to just crack up thinking about it." Okay. And you know what? And then I thought about it a year later, and it made me laugh. So I'm going to try it on you guys. So the Queen of England is on a game show. So Queen Elizabeth, she's on a game show. And the whole idea of the game show is the host is going to give her a clue about an object, and then she has to guess what the object is. And so she's on the game show. The host says, well, welcome, Queen, to the to tonight's game show. We're going to show our home audience what the, the, tonight's object is. The, and then you hear the voice say, tonight's object is big black cock. And so she, the audience cheers, and everybody goes crazy. And, and so... So he says, "Okay, so Queen, you get to, to you get to ask me one question before uh, before you have to guess what kind of item this is." And she says, "Well, is it bigger than a bread box?" And he says, "Well, I guess it could be bigger than a bread box." And she says, "Well, is it big black cock?" <laughs> that's, that's the joke. Yeah, he's told me this joke before. It's, <laughs> so it is, again. I didn't laugh when I heard it, but you know, like a year later, it just kind of struck me funny. So you don't even know anything about Big Black Hawk. Then you're hanging in there with this? Oh, for sure. <laughs> and if you want to use that joke on your show, feel free. And, and the problem is that just like that, see, what I think happens is it gets into your head. And then when you're not wanting to think about it, what happens <laughs> is then you wonder why you're thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then it'll make you laugh. Because why would the queen know anything about big black cock? Like, <laughs> but 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 then again, like why are we thinking about big black cock a year later? And the, because I don't think that you're remembering the joke. I think you're thinking about big black cock and then remembering it's not the joke. Yeah, see, he always thinks about that. That's the yeah, whole problem. <laughs> I mean, I get you. It's it's hard not to sometimes, yeah. and that's when I the mean, joke comes back. I mean, that's I can, when you're going to remember the joke. I can tell you from many, many, many table reads, that's what Pete thinks about almost all the time. <laughs> okay, that is that punchline. <laughs> back to the game. Danny, thank you, Danny. <laughs> so, I can hear Chris telling me. <laughs> here's our next question. This per- person's birthday is June 7th. Is it Prince Harry, Prince, Queen Elizabeth, or Queen bassist John Deacon? <laughs> I think it's Prince. Yeah, I think it's Prince. I think it's Prince. Anybody? Anybody want to like? Don't they do like a big festival or something for his birthday? Or or am I thinking of Elvis's birthday? I think you're thinking of Elvis. Oh, never mind. But you're right. It is Prince. Prince's birthday is June June eighth. Now I could have said was, but then again, that would have probably thrown the whole game into a tizzy. Okay, our final question. Here's our final question. This person once went into rehab without the media finding out and did not find out for for almost 10 years after after the uh, the actual event. Was it Prince Harry, Prince, Queen Elizabeth, or Queen lead singer Freddie Mercury? Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, I think it was, I think he was Prince Harry. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Harry. Prince Harry. I think he went and got his shit together. Okay, so is that is that the consensus, except for uh, Veronica? What, what did you say, Veronica? That Queen Elizabeth. You said Queen Elizabeth. Now, were you being serious with that? <laughs> okay, well, it actually is Prince Harry. So, uh, yeah, he went into rehab, and they didn't talk about it at the time, but it came out like 10 years later. So that's all that, that we didn't know about um, about the royalty that we, we now know. The more you know. Prince, yeah, Prince Queen, know. Queen. And learning is half the battle. That's right. well, and half I the go. fun. <laughs> so, Zem, thank you so much for joining us. And come back anytime. We really enjoyed sure. Thank you so much. much for having me. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you. Now, remember, if, when you start thinking of that joke, if it, when it makes you laugh, you're welcome. Yeah, we're oh. sorry that we we're sorry that we put that in your head. Yeah. It's all right. It probably would have I mean, already been in there. Is it worse than me imitating the queen saying she's glad she killed Diana? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's worse. I think it's worse. All right. Okay. So that is our show for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow at 6 p.m. with our Grammys show. Ooh. Have a good night, everyone. Stay safe. Bye.